Today's daily Torah is dedicated by the Meshanina family in loving memory of their beloved mother, mother-in-law, grandmother, and great-grandmother Inessa Meshanina of Itka Basiona, whose tenth yurtzeit was this past first day of Sukkot. May her neshama soar ever higher and may she continue to shep Yiddish anachas from all her progeny. One of the most interesting and fascinating, in my opinion, pieces of Gemara is the Gemara in Bechoros 8b, a whole long sugya, a whole long story known as the Sava Atuna, the elders of Athens, when the Roman emperor puts upon Rabbi Shu ben Hanania to somehow outsmart this illegal group of scholars of the elders of Athens and bring them to the emperor. This is the whole long story of how he finds them and then he gives them their they give him all these riddles and he has to answer with riddles. It's a fascinating piece of Gemara, famously explained by the Maharsha, the Maharal, the Vilnagon, as very beautifully <clears throat> written about in the book The Juggler and the King by Rabbi Aaron Feldman. But among this whole story of the elders of Athens, there's one particular riddle in this debate that always stands out in my head as something that's not just a piece of Gemara or a way that Rabbi Yehoshua, son of Hanania, outsmarted the elders of Athens, but a way we need to live, and especially in Sukkot, and especially during the pandemic, I think it becomes much more pronounced. One of the riddles they asked Rabbi Yehoshua, they said to him, where is the very center of the earth? Mitziusa de'almehecha, where's the center point of the world? And Rabbi Yeshua responded by picking up his finger in front of his face and saying, here, right here, this is the center of the earth. So the Holy Maharsha explains, what does this mean? What's this give and take? Maharsha explains that the elders of Athens were saying to Rabbi Yeshua, because of course they were brilliant people, they were saying that you Jews say that you are the chosen nation, that you are the ones that are supposed to bring Atzmosein Sof, the very essence of God of Havaya to the world, that you Jewish people are a light unto the nations, that you are the ones that are supposed to be bringing God's infinite light into the world, Mamish, uniting the world with God, Mamish. That made sense as long as you had a temple, a place, a space, a makom. As the Torah itself says, when Yaakov, when Jacob had the dream, when Jacob had the dream in that place of the Temple Mount, and he woke up and he said, this is the gateway to heaven. This is the place, the makom, the same makom that Avram Avinu, that Abraham saw on the way to the Akedah, the makom Merachok, the place of the makom, the place when you Jews had that place in Jerusalem, the Temple Mount. It made sense that you could bring God to the world. But now, now you're dispersed throughout the diaspora. Now you don't have a makom, a place. And you all know that, you know, in philosophy distinguishes between a space and a place. In Hebrew, the word makom is used interchangeably for both space and place. And they're both God's name. God is the makom of the world. God is the space the actual geometrical, physical space in which the world is, the actual physical space where you are right now, God is the makom. But the place, to have a place, you know what it means to have a place? 
to have a place means to always be able somehow to abide to endure. Like children, you know, like Lillian Gish said in The Night of the Hunter, children are men at his strongest. They abide. Lord, save little children. The wind blows and the rains are cold, but they abide and they endure. Children abide and endure because they're resilient, because they know the secret of the place of Hamakom, of if I were to say to you, where is the center of the earth? Where is God? Where is Shara Shamayim? Where is your place? What should you really care about? What should you be anxious about? What's the place you want to make for yourself if not God? You know, the happiest years go by and we fail to recognize them for what they are because they're obscured by petty annoyances, present anxieties, or dreams for the future. Or like Shakespeare said, what fates impose that men must needs abide. It boots not to resist both wind and tide. We need to abide in what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what what Hashem gives to us. And to be able to abide, to be able to endure is to know that wherever place you are, not just physically a space. Of course, Jews had many spaces. They were thrown from one place to another. But as Anton Chekhov once said, any idiot can face a crisis. It's the day-to-day living that wears you out. When it comes to day-to-day living of having a place, wherever your space is, you know, during this time of the pandemic, we have, many of us are in spaces that we don't want to be, or we are spaces that we're comfortable, but we have to be there. We all feel somehow displaced. But where your place is, your makom is, if you're able to pick up your finger and say, right here, this is where God is. Those very words, that's what I believe the Alter Rebbe was radically changing in Tanya, chapter 41, which we've been learning is all about Kabbalah, Salmachu Shemaim, accepting the yoke of God, knowing that vihine havaya nitzavalav, the same words that it says by Yaakov when he woke up from his dream, vihine Hashem nitzavalav, God is standing over him there in Jerusalem, in the Temple Mount, the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, chapter 41 says that every one of us, each and every one of us has to feel that God is standing over us, mamish. And like Rabbi Shub and Hanani, you have to be able to pick up your finger in your sukkah and say right here, you see, sukkahs abide. Sukkahs are able to be endurable. Capitalism has managed to convince us that happiness could be sold in little bits of temporary glee and cheerful plastic packaging and people are chasing happiness right, left and center and paying money for it. But this time during the pandemic, the lesson of the ultimate lesson of the sukkah is if that if you want to be chilled and you really want to be happy, you can't be worried about that stuff. It's like Ben Sira said, and the Gemara quotes one of the rare times that the Gemara brings from the controversial Ben Sira, do not suffer from tomorrow's trouble as you do not know what a day will bring. Perhaps when tomorrow comes, you won't be alive anymore. And consequently, you are upset about a world that was not yours. That the Gemara brings, you can't worry about tomorrow. Who knows what's going to be tomorrow? Today, this place, this space now, where you are, is the Makom. Hashem's name is HaMakom. Make your place divine. Know that Emunah, true faith in God's unity that the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya chapter 33, has always been the Jew's sukkah 
A sukkah might not be fancy and glamorous, but it abides, it able to take us wherever we have to be. And when the Bredichever sang the Dudala, to be able to say to God, you, no matter where you are, north, south, east, and west, to abide in the truth of saying to Hashem, you, you are all there is, and we're always in that. So that's what Simcha comes from.